The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Italian wheelchair fencer Bebe Vio is an icon of the Paralympic movement. She's a Paralympic gold medalist from Rio 2016 who also won a bronze medal in the team event too. She's the star of an incredible documentary called Rising Phoenix. She's a model who's been on the cover of huge international magazines like Vanity Fair. Quite simply, she's a legend within sport. So hello, Baby Vio, how are you? How is everything? Hi. I really don't like the word legend because I don't feel like this. So it's like a super hard thing to listen to it. But anyway, I'm so fine. I just finished my training, so I'm feeling so well. And we just have like a few weeks and we're going to be there in Tokyo. So I'm super excited and I don't know what is going to happen. I know, right? It's very, very exciting. And I know you've had a few like injury worries as well. Like how are you feeling in your body at the moment? Oh, really? I don't know. It's quite well, but I really don't know how it's going to be because uh, last time that I fenced, it was like the 3rd of uh, August of last year. So it's more or less one one year. So it's too much probably. It's the first time in my life, even because of the meningitis, I didn't fence for this. No, like last time was like eight months. This time is more than one year. So I'm feeling so bad. And uh, but I don't know. I'm having fun so much because like I'm there with my team. I see I'm watching all my teammates like fencing too so hard, and they're training so hard. So I'm happy for them, and I'm happy to be there with them. But I don't know my physical condition right now. <laughs> I mean, it's exciting, right? It's exciting times. You know, what are you most looking forward to then uh, as the Paralympics start? You know, before the Paralympics, I realized that the Paralympics are like so close. When we, you know, in, Ita- in Italy, I don't know in other nations too, but I suppose to. Uh, in Italy, we got the ceremony of the flag. You know, of the flag bringer. And... I'm going to be the flag bringer. So I'm super happy about it because it's my dream, probably more than the Olympics because I'm going to be there. I'm going to represent all my nation and being Italian. I'm so proud of being Italian. And so I'm going to be there with my, you know, with a flag on the, on the t-shirt, with a flag on my hand. I'm going to be there like representing all like so many people. So I'm super happy about it. And so we realize that the Paralympics are so close when we do that ceremony. Because you're like, oh my God, like we are wearing the sweat and the things that with the trousers that we're going to wear in that moment. So it's it's probably too much for me. I'm not really good with emotion. And probably you saw me like screaming so much after the Paralympics. So you realize how much I'm not really good with emotion. So I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, like you, you managed it just fine in Rio, right? Like it was so hectic that final, you know, in back at Rio 2016, you know, uh, where you you got the gold medal in the the foil B against China's Jing uh, Jing Zhu. Uh, you know, for the 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 emotion that you show at the end, I mean, that is the iconic bit, right? Like, but. There's loads that go into it as well. The ice pack, <laughs> like the craziness. So, I mean, take us back to that moment and uh, 
Yeah, take us back, take us through it, and and how incredible a moment was that? It was amazing because uh, that year was like so hard to be there um, because it was my fifth year of the uh, high school. So I, I suppose in your country too, but we got the like the the final exam of the high school, and so it was so hard to like doing that thing and at the same time training for the Olympics. And I was qualified for the Olympics. That was the easiest part in some way. But then my parents, they told me that I will, I will not go into the Paralympics, even if I didn't took like a great um, mark for the exam, for the final exam. So it was too much like, oh, I have to study so hard because if I want to be there at the Paralympics, I have to take it like a good grade. And so I studied probably all the, the entire year in two months. And so it was so hard, but then like, it was amazing. Everything was amazing. The week before, uh, the week before the Paralympics, I had like a bad injury to the, to the arm. And so that was not a really good thing. So I was watching all my teammates like going so well. And it was so hard the, the first time, because, you know, when you see all around you, like doing the best and be the best in, in their category, it's so hard to realize that you're not ready for that. And so the day before the Paralympic, um, I was in the balcony in my, my room in the Paralympic village and I started screaming like so hard after <laughs> outside the window, singing old, like so many Italian songs, like old Italian songs, like the summer Italian song. And I started screaming like as hard as the day that I screamed that like the day after it was the day of the, of the games. And so I was not ready for that, but then everything, you know, when you wake up and it's the perfect day of your life, that everything is perfect. You wake up and you, you realize that your breathe is better than the day before and your emotions are better than the day before. Everything is perfect. And you can, you can see they're like better than the day before. Like, I, I don't know, every smell is better. Probably because it's the day of the Paralympics. So that was my dream. I dream about it like for so long. So like living my dream was the best thing ever. And I'm dreaming about the, about Tokyo 2021 because like we want that so much. The moment of uh, like screaming your head off. It's so great. And it's, uh, it's like, you know, it's so satisfying to watch someone's dream come true right like and it's be so clearly that you know like it's so raw it's so real you know and i just i just love that moment and i think i'm not alone that's why you know a lot of people connect to that to that moment in particular and especially because you've got like your helmet on <laughs> and you can like rip it off which is awesome too i mean like did you plan to, to go crazy no. or was it, was it just like just Absolutely no, I was so scared. So at the beginning of the game, I was like, like I was trying to contain myself and my, all my emotion inside, telling to to myself that it was okay, baby. This is a competition as another one. This is like the regional, like Italian World Champion is Italian Championship. It's like a useful things that you do every day. You can do that. It's like a super easy thing. And then, so I was trying to convince, my, to convince myself that it was like an everyday training. And so in the moment in which I convinced myself, I was like, okay, baby, you can do that. Okay, okay, let me go there. It's a training. It's just a training. It's not a competition. It's just a training. And when I went there, my coach came to me and he told me, 
baby, your life, that's your dream. Is the, you're going to do the Paralympic. And I was like, come on, Simone. <laughs> and I was, I was such crying before the Paralympics because I was like, oh, come on. I, I, I needed like two hours to convince myself that I wasn't like in everyday training. And then you came to me and you just told me these things. And I was like, no, I'm not ready for that. And so when I was there, I just said, okay, it's one match after the other, one match after the other. Let's we see what we're going to do, you know? For for me, being an athlete is like the dream of my life, but it's not only the dream of my life. It's like the things that I love most. I love doing fencing. I love like training. I love being in the gym. I love sweating so hard. And so when you're there, you just try, you just have to try to enjoy as much as you can in that moment. And we did it and it was amazing. And either the like the, the, the competition that I love most is the it was like two days after. It was the when we took the bronze medal in the team competition. That for me was amazing. That was like really when you see all your teammates happy because you know when you when when there is the individual competition, you are there, but you know that in the morning we start all together. Like all the women of my of my category, we used to start all together. And then so when I arrived at the end, if I was the only one, it means that all my teammates like lost before so it was just me it's not like the entire team they tried as much as me in like in all the years before so it was so hard to see like me there and all the rest on the other side and it was like probably too hard for me and so yeah i was happy of course because that was the dream of my life but then after i realized that it was not as beautiful as emotional as like amazing as the day after that was like if i have to think about the best moment of my life i'm gonna think about the bronze medal with them i wanted to talk to you about uh your the the plans for the baby video academy I think that it's like it, it's an incredible thing that you're quite brave. It's like it's it's uh, you know it's quite impressive that you're trying to do this at the same time as all these other things. So could you explain what it is and and how people could get involved? Okay, I'm super happy because um, to me my dream is to create like a kind of academy that could help all the young guy, like young disabled guy, to be in the sport environment. And so, but not only that thing, our task, is, our task is to work on three sides. And so the first one is trying to create like a starter pack in some way for all the guys with and without disabilities. So we are going to have like the project is for three years. And so every four months, it's quite complicated. Okay. Um, it's three years project on every four months, we are going to have 30 guys. 15 with disability and 15 with other disability. Without disability, I'm sorry. And, and this four months, we're going to help them to try five different sports. So wheelchair fencing, wheelchair basketball, and skating volley, and fast track, and last one, ah, football. 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 Ah, football. Yeah. <laughs> and so in four months, they're going to try all these sports. And at the end of the four months, we're going to ask them which was the favorite one of them. And we're going to help them to be part of one specific gym and to have all the necessary for being in the, like to be able to practice the sport. And so this is the first thing. The second thing is that 
I really believe in the power of the education. And so I'm studying like in a university. So I really think that we need culture in our life, like so much culture. And so um, my dream is to, because I don't know how it works in your country, but like in Italy, if you study, you cannot be part of the sport. If you are part of a, like a sport team, you cannot study. And I really don't like this like mentality because I, th- I think that if you want to do something, you can do everything you want. Like really, if you want to study, you can study. If you want to study and be an athlete, you can be both. It, it's, it's possible. Everything is possible if you want to do that. And so I'm with the Baby Academy. I'm trying to convince people to be both of them, of to these two things. And so we did an, um, an association with one university in Milano because all the projects are going to be in Milano. Milan, and so I'm sorry, I'm too Italian, so I just say Milano, Roma. Oh, this sounds good. I, I got my Italian is that good. I can get my okay. <laughs> so, we're gonna do all these projects in Milano, and the project is with this university. So, all the like you know, that when you study, you have to do a, a total of hours in like in a real like job environment. So, all the guys who are gonna study, like, um physical preparation and I don't really know how to say it in English. It's scienze motorio. I don't know, like... <laughs> like training, like, um, yeah, like conditioning. Yeah, that, that, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so they can do all the practi- practical things in our academy. And also another thing, we are going to train and like create like a real... Uh, culture of disability in some way to all the um, all the physical preparator like all the trainer in in every one for every gym in Milano so if you have a disability you want to go I don't know to the Virgin the gym if you want to go to whatever gym around Milano you're going to find a, um, a trainer who is able to practice also sports for disability for people with disability so that is like it's gonna be hard, but it's gonna be so cool because I didn't realize it before because I get amp- uh, amputation as my disability, but amputation are so easy as a disability because you don't have a leg. They're gonna give you like a leg and everything is done. And um, but if you're on the wheelchair, you have to train also part that scientifically, like your body is not able to move. So, but if you train so hard, if you're going to train there, like in maybe in a different way, you can train it like in a much better way. And so that's what we're trying to do. We're going to like create a team of trainer, like that is going to be free for every athlete and every person. It, they don't need to be athlete. They just need to be like person in, with disability who wants to practice sport for their own life. We're not looking for like champions. We are looking for people who wants to be part of the sport environment. And that's our dream. I'm super happy about it. So, so sorry for speaking to <laughs> No, 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 no. I I think it leads me on because I think you've already said before, like as a joke, I think at first, but I, I think that you're quite serious about it now about, you know, moving in that area of, of becoming like maybe one day the president of the IP, IPC, I mean, there's a very famous president fencer of the Olympics, for example. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what are your kind of ambitions in that area? You know, in 20 years time, where would you like to be? 
Um, probably because I'm lucky because I'm Italian. And so in Italy, we began with the fencing federation. And we were, the, we was, but we were in general with the two different federations. The first two federations who had like the Paralympic fencing, Italian fencing federation and the Olympic fencing federation. And before London 2012, so because before that amazing Paralympic game, we used to create only one federation. So the family in some way of the Italian fencing federation. Even if you're Paralympic or Olympic, we had one, only one federation. So the same staff, the same economy budget, the same thing, the same athletes. Oh, everything was together. And that was amazing. And we did an amazing change in terms of like uh, physical preparation of the athletes, um, staff. Everything was much better after this like merge of the two federations. And so after the fencing one, we had more than 19 federations, more than 20 federations in Italy of every kind of sport who are who merged together to be only one federation and trying to rise the in some way the Paralympic and Olympic uh, um I'm sorry my animal is going down the stairs so you're gonna it's wooden wooden stairs. Um and so we are doing such an amazing job. My dream in 20 years is to merge every federation of every sport in Italy. And then my dream is going to be to be the president of the, the, the Paralympic sports in Italy and trying to like increase the sport, increase the level, increase everything. And then my dream is going to be to trying to merge both committee, like the Italian committee with Olympic and Paralympic. I want to be like all together. I want to work together. I want to try to bring everything to the same level as it needs to be. And then after that, I want to try to be the president of that. I'm going to try. I don't know. <laughs> Look, I think someone with your, like, you've got so much energy, right? And lots of people, you know, they find it hard to channel that energy into to the right place. Right? You know, like some people, but that's how some people end up using it. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you found ways, you know, um, how important is it to have that energy? Is there something that you feel, you know, like, do you feel like that, that you've got this energy and drive and ambition to like change the world? You know, where does that come from? I just think that I'm so lucky because I got an amazing family. I got two siblings and like my parents are amazing. And I got such an amazing like roommates. Uh, I'm having fun with my sport. My team is amazing. My coaches, my coaches are like, super great they believe in me probably much more than how much i believe in myself and so when you get on a like that great team you just have to do that for all of them not for you because i understood that i'm happy when i see all my team happy and so i don't know if it's something like weird to say but if i want to be happy i have before to make them happy i don't know if you understood it but it's <laughs> it's like no, I do. I think that's that's a good. You know, they say that, that if you're feeling down, go and help someone else. Yeah, exactly. I feel much better, feel better when I understand that what I'm doing is something well for the other, for someone else, instead of thinking that what I'm gonna do is something else for myself. I get exactly what you mean. And so, like the 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 
the Olympics and the Paralympics, are, is this moment where, you know, the world pauses and kind of, you know, reflects a little bit, you know, um, using sport to kind of change people's lives, give people hope and, and the rest of it. I mean, is, is that one of your kind of aims as a person, as a sports person, as, you know, a, 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 an influencer on Instagram, as a, you know, like a politician in the, doing all these different things as well? Like, is that something that you would, you would like to achieve? I, I just think that I love sport and I love being part of it because I understood and I learned so many things thanks to the sport. So many ruling life in some way. So many like respect for the other, so many like really good things that I think are all of those are just thanks to the sport that I did and to the sport environment. And also anyway, uh, uh, my thanks to my family, thanks to my everything that I, that I live in my life. And so I'm super happy. So my dream is trying to help someone else to understand not how to be happy, but how happy you could be. <laughs> that's good right i've got one last question so if you could pick a number between one and 35 and i've got like a random last question to to ask you so what is your number baby seven. Oh, it's a good one what is your current state of mind stress <laughs> i'm super scared well, I hope I hope that changes. Probably the, the moment in which I'm gonna put down the helmet and I'm gonna fence. Until that moment, I'm like, it's so hard. Wow, what a privilege to speak to you. I'm, I mean, like, big love, big thanks. Thank you so much. Olympic Channel Podcast. A huge, huge thanks to Baby Vio and an additional thanks to Alessandro Poggi as well for production help with this week's podcast. Grazie mille. We've had a few Paralympians on the podcast over the years, but one who is in action in the judo in the men's under 90 kilo category is British judoka Elliot Stewart. Here's a little clip from that chat we had. I lost my vision, but the silver lining is I can do the sport that I love. I can do the sport that I love and go to the place I've always wanted to go to, the, the, the Paralympic Games. So it was going from somewhere where we didn't understand visually impaired and I was visually impaired. So our family didn't understand visually impaired people at all. And going into somewhere, coming to somewhere that's based in my job, my work, my hobby, my sport, um, where they understand exactly what I've got and what I, do, what I need to do and what my vision is. So yeah, that, I was lucky in that, those respects. It was a silver lining. Amazing guy, Elliot, is in action from Sunday the 29th of August. Okay, that's it for now. Stay safe, stronger together, and we'll see you very soon. Think, Think like an Olympian. Olympian.